continuing on with our interview series, I'm joined by Brian Conley, head cousin of the Conley family, live from Las Vegas here. Brian, how's it going, man? All right, head cousin. I gotta add that to my business cards. <laughs> <laughs> Doing well, thanks, Phil. Good, man. Well, I mean, Brian and I have been talking the last couple of minutes, I mean, just getting ready for this. And uh, though, Brian, like, I'm not sure what your movie background is. Tim and I both definitely thought that you'd be awesome for this. So thanks for taking a couple minutes. Um, in our little pre-production movie, we, or pre-production, you know, Zoom call that we're doing here, we were talking about, you know, movies that, you know, you had recently, and shows that you had recently watched, and like, you know, cinematography stuff that they're doing. I think you mentioned like The Matrix as that stop point that they're doing. You know, I think you're, what were you saying? You're watching Cobra Kai recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah recently, uh, um, my daughter, Charlie, um, spent the weekend with her grandparents, so... Ashley and I had some time on our hands, and since it's 110 every day here in Vegas, uh, there's not much to do this this time That's of crazy. year. Um, so we basically spent the weekend binge watching uh, Netflix and watched both seasons of Cobra Kai, um, and it was okay. And I, I'm a you know I am the age which was like right in the heart of the target demographic for the original Karate Kid movie, you know, like that came out when I was young and like excited about stuff like karate and we would, you know, the, the right age to act it out with your friends where you don't get hurt too bad. Or, yeah. <laughs> and, or, or Mike, or Mike, <laughs> Hey Mike, stand over here and take, yeah, take yeah, a kick. Mike, right, yeah. we, we could always just beat up on Mike, but, uh, <laughs> you know, so, so Cobra Kai had a real nostalgic type, uh, attraction to it for me. Um, I finally got around to watching it. But uh, after we finished that, then uh, a couple days later, which was yesterday, we just started uh, a show called The Umbrella Academy. Yeah. And that's a, a you know, it, it feels newer, the act is better, the, the, the fight scenes in particular were drastically better than the, the stuff in Cobra Kai. Um, and you know, not that the moves are all different, but just the way it's shot, the speed at which they shoot it and perhaps do it. I don't know, but, uh, you could tell there's a huge difference and it reminded me of one of your podcasts. I have no idea which one, but I remember hearing <laughs> you guys talk about how the matrix was like this revolutionary, uh, movie, you know, that not only for its storyline and expanding people's minds about how we might all be part of some computer program, but the, the way that the movie was shot uh, and the fight sequences that were shot um, and how just about everything after that seems to have come, uh, seems to have taken back, uh, you know, starting on the platform that The Matrix started. And uh, Cobra Kai, I would uh, classify as something that's very much like the stuff that all came before matrix while the umbrella academy is uh among those that have come after and just a much uh more visually pleasing experience in terms of watching those fight sequences so it's so it sounds like like if you had your choice do you like modern movies better or do you like that nostalgia better like would you are you more likely to try something see something new in the theaters or on Netflix or like rewatch, you know, like a, yeah, I don't know, back in the day, like a dumb and dumber, or like a breakfast club. Like, what are you more apt to do when you flick on the TV? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I'm, I'm a, I'm definitely, I'm someone who does talk about nostalgia a lot. And, uh, for me, nostalgia really creeps into my life in terms of food. 
Okay, like whenever I I recently went to uh, um, I recently went to California with my family. I took them out there, and you're not going to believe this, but the central coast of California, like they think they're the the second coming of New England in terms of clam chowder. Okay, every restaurant I went to had clam chowder. Mark, mark this time. We are X amount of minutes in, and we've we've already talking about clam chowder. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Uh, it was coming. But, uh, like, I couldn't believe how many places, every restaurant, literally, just like when you're in certain parts of New England, especially the coastal part, like when we were in Rhode Island, right? Mm-hmm. Every restaurant we, we went in, of course, has clam chowder. Of course. But you, you expect it there. You know, I didn't expect it in California. And you know what? It was fantastic. Yeah. It was all New England style. It wasn't some, like, made-up version of clam chowder. It was the clam chowder that you want with fresh stuff because they're right on the ocean and uh, little family-run restaurants. <laughs> no, but that, 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 that's an example of where the nostalgia of me remembering all the summers that I spent up in New England mm-hmm. with you guys uh, you know, really played a part in how much I enjoyed that little trip to uh, California just because of the clam chowder making right. me think of that, that connection. But when it comes to uh, movies, I, I would say not not as much. Uh, I'm I am more apt to want to see something that I've never seen before than I am to rewatch something that I love. Yeah. Uh, and that's you know that's that's my own preference. Uh, you know my my daughter would not be that way. Yeah. She would she would rather watch uh, Trolls two or something for the thirtieth time <laughs> than you know something she's never seen before and isn't isn't sure about. Yeah, but uh, you know, maybe that'll change with time. I'm sure it will. I think all kids kind of like the comfort of you know knowing that that thing. I see that with with you know Katie's kids, and you know I'm sure Conley's kid isn't isn't Drew isn't watching that yet. But I think that's just a kid thing. I'm sure she'll grow out of it. I think I'm that way with shows, but with movies sometimes. If Crystal's out with the girls, I'll throw on The Rock. I'll throw on Dumb and Dumber, Saving Stuff, whatever. And I think I'll watch those again, mainly because I know she doesn't want to watch them for the 10th time. Uh, but then mm-hmm. again, like going out to the movies, I mean, Doc, Tim and I have talked about this like over and over. Like I would much rather go out to the movies and see something new, even if it sucked, even if I was disappointed than to like stay in and watch, you know, the Con Air again. But that being said, I do love all those movies. Um, <laughs> what is I going to... So as far as like... Um, you know, movies that you and I have seen together. I mean, usually it's just up at the lake. So, I mean, there's only a few select few. I think we go down to the Kavanaugh unit and they'd have Dumb and Dumber on VHS. That's Absolutely. one of that, that's one of the like the ones that stick out for movies that you and I would always watch up, up at the lake. And we'd always have to like somehow sneak it like the, the teenagers and above were the only ones who were allowed to go down there and watch it. We'd be up watching that movie till two in the morning. Uh, yeah, that's why I bring up yeah, Dumb and Dumber Virginia, Virginia a lot of you. Virginia weren't always held to that same standard <laughs> age-wise. We, we, Christy probably could have got in there if she need, if she wanted to. <laughs> oh my God, Christy! I, I mean, Christy. Christy was getting into casinos and bars before I was even <laughs> twenty-one, and she's three years younger than me. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I definitely remember that one. I remember uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, of course, that you always talk about um, up at the main uh, condo and stuff. But yeah, the, you know, like that that week wasn't it wasn't about sitting and watching too many movies. True. It was, you know, my, my memories of that are certainly of uh, all the times that we got to spend together outside and doing stuff. Same. 
you, you kicking our ass at tennis and <laughs> me kicking your guys' ass at wiffle ball. And, po- and poker or whatever card game we play that night, yeah. Oh, yeah, Michigan Rummy. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I think we might as well get into these hot seat questions. I use hot seat with quotation marks because it's not that hot. But um, So I guess we'll just start off. We've got five questions here. Uh, first couple are just kind of one word, one word answers, and then others we can kind of get into. But first off, uh, just a kind of would you rather or who, which actor would you prefer? We have uh, Will Ferrell or Jim Carrey. Ooh, uh, boy, um, you know, <laughs> I think both of them are, uh, you know, should be could be commended for. Um, for the the wide range that they've shown, um, you know, like they, it, 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 I think it's a good comparison. It's a good, it, it's a good matchup. They might call it in a sports book, right? You know, you bet on two golfers just head to head, right? These two actors, that's a that's a decent odds wise. That'd be a decent matchup. But I think <laughs> uh, I think in the end, I'd say Jim Carrey because I think that he has far fewer misses. Yeah. And maybe Will Ferrell does. Yeah. Um, you know, while their while their hits are equally good, uh, I think that Jim Carrey He's uh, shooting at a higher his, shoot he's got a better his, shooting percentage. His floor is a lot higher than is Will Ferrell. I I'd agree. And I think most people that we've talked to agree too. Though if you Vegas style, I bet you Will Ferrell would be the betting favorite with the public. Um all right. Yeah. Uh Leonardo DiCaprio or Tom Hanks? Hmm. Well, uh, if I am judging on the same set of criteria, I might have to say Leo because, uh, you know, even before your guys podcast, which I, I will say now, whatever podcast this conversations ends up, will extend the streak of mentions for Leo. Cause I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's been mentioned in every single episode that I've listened to. Yep. Um, but, uh, and, and not Tom Hanks. But not Jack Nicholson, you don't, not uh, Al Pacino, not Robert De Niro, you know, you hardly ever hear about those guys. <laughs> but Leo always finds his way into the podcast. Always, always. And we, we, we yeah. do our pre-production meeting saying, all right, let's just try not to make this one Leo-centric. And damn it, every time we, we end up talking about him. But I don't know, I think he's just like our generation. But as far yeah. as like floor, if, if you ask us, the jerks don't think Leo has a floor. He's, he's just floating. So, I right. mean, he's, so I, we would agree with you, but Tom Hanks' body work is unreal too. Like no, he's up no, for an, Tom, he's still Tom to this Hanks, day up for an Oscar. I want to pick Tom Hanks because I personally like his stuff better, but I have to give credit to Leo because, uh, like I, I thought about this a while ago. Um, I can't remember if it was a conversation, what the conversation was about, but I can't name a movie that sucks that's leo's in you i don't I, I challenge anyone to do so okay the guy has not made a movie that sucks no at all no okay and that you that you almost can't say that about any other actor i'm sure if you name another actor i could pretty quickly come up with something that's not great right and you can't do that with leo he no. has been so perfect with his selections that it just that if his name's in it you know it's good, right? You can have a least favorite Leo movie, I think, but if it to say that it sucks is is a stretch for any any of them. Whereas I think like Tom Hanks, you're right. Like his much like Will Ferrell, his floor is a little bit lower. I think like he had like the Terminal, 
Um, he did like a couple other like little sci-fi or kid movies that just kind of flopped a little bit. And uh, though, I mean, still to have anyone would kill for his career, but yeah, I think if we're if we're really going either one, Leo's got that higher floor. Um, all right. So what was the last? I know you talked about the shows that you were watching, but what was the last movie that you watched? Um, the last movie I watched, uh, I think it was the color out of space with Nicholas Cage <laughs> and, and it was, it was not good. Oh, okay. man. And, and, and here I go, um, extending whatever streak Nick Cage has yep. in yep. your podcast. Cause he's often mentioned as well. He, but... <laughs> that's why I'm laughing. He's, he's one a, he's one a after Leo. We always are talking about Nick Cage. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it that that movie. If you haven't seen it, don't you're not missing much. Okay. It's, uh, it's very it's very weird, and I thought it was going to be weird in a good way, kind of looking at it. But uh, yeah, it was it's, just kind of uh, sad. Not, it's not going to be a recommendation of mine. All right, all right. To all our listeners, m- make a note of that. Stay away from any <laughs> anything new. New Nick Cage. Okay. So this one we have a we have a customized question for all of our for all of our um, you know guests on the on the podcast and this one's the one that I kind of customized for you. Um, so, Dog and I are looking into doing a few like uh, city po- a podcast about cities. Vegas is obviously some somewhere that you know gets filmed in a lot. You know, you have your oceans, your hangovers, whatever. Which mm-hmm. movie, in your opinion, it doesn't have to be either one of those, but which movie, in your opinion, captures the Vegas vibe the best? Oof. Uh, capturing the Vegas vibe. So, um, you know, much like other cities, I'm sure, but maybe even more so than other cities, and could be biased because I live here, but I think Vegas has, you know, rebirthed itself so many times over the movie cinema era, right? You know, dating back to the 50s and 60s. You know, when you think of Rat Pack Vegas, it's a different vibe, right? When you think of uh, the Vegas in the movies like uh, Vegas Vacation, yeah, that's in like, that's like 90s when Vegas was booming, different vibe, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have the, the stuff that's much newer, like the hangover and stuff, different vibes. Yeah. So, uh, you know, like you're, you're literally talking about almost three different movies, at least, if, right. you, if that's where you draw the lines, um, that you'd have to pick. And I, I don't know much about uh, Rat Pack old Vegas movies, you know, like uh, the, the old Elvis ones and such. But, um, you know, maybe from the other ones, uh, there's a movie I saw not too long ago um with uh kevin spacey and somebody hartnett josh maybe okay yep uh, it's called 21 where it's about the mit group that yeah. uh it's, yep. it's based on the the book bringing down the house and uh about the mit group that went to vegas specifically and uh um won a bunch of black right with the, the card the, counting uh, right i thought yep. that the the vibe that that uh, captured in terms of what it looked like in a casino, what it looked like in casino suites was spot on. The the IT portion, if you have you seen that movie? Yeah, I've seen that movie and read the book. Uh, yep. Yeah. So uh, right. So uh, in the movie, uh, the the guy from the Matrix, it's, it, Fishburne. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence, yeah. Yeah. Lawrence he's Fishburne, kind of the security uh, guy. He plays, yeah. yeah. He plays the security guy. Everything about his character is not 
I don't think it's accurate. Like okay. everything about like how the security systems worked and stuff. I mean, you know, maybe it was from a, a different era and it did it used to look like that, but certainly not since I've been out here in 2010 does security do people handle security the way yeah, that he handled it? Certain, I, I, I don't believe that there was anyone getting punched in the face anytime after like maybe 1980 in a back room somewhere from, for from what you counting get, cards. From like, what you get from that movie and like Oceans, there's in every casino, there's a back room or a back warehouse where you, yeah. you get tied to a chair and get the shit kicked out of you if you cross right. the sea. Yeah. So. Now, if I, I also read that book and if I remember correctly, uh, that that guy who the is the protagonist of that book series, he that I think he said that that actually did happen to him when he went down to Aruba or Antigua or somewhere. Yep. And like he literally got pulled in a back room, but there I would believe it. But yeah. Vegas, no. Vegas yeah. has been corporate for 30, 40 years. Yeah. Okay. It, nobody in corporate America is you know punching people in the face in a back room because they counted cards. That makes for it's a- not even a real. Right. <laughs> it's not even illegal to count cards. They'll just push your bet back to you and say you're no longer welcome to play here. Thank you. Goodbye. Makes for a fun movie, though. Makes for a good movie. Scene. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They needed a little. They needed a a, a challenge to overcome in the movie. Twenty one wasn't on my. The only other one. The only other Vegas one was Swingers, which might be my favorite Vegas movie. Um, but I mean, that doesn't really get so much into the betting. It's more of like the nightlife there. So, all right, cool. Yeah. So I'll I'll have to bring that intel to. Uh, the dog when we do our cities podcast. All right, All right. moving on. Fourth question. Um, making out in the movie theaters. A or nay? <laughs> Ooh, uh, yay, I, I suppose. <laughs> I, I mean, we're, there's a, there, you, you only have a certain window of age, I think, in your lifetime that you probably even would do this. But uh, if you're in that window... Why not? Have it. It's a, it's a good spot for it uh, if you're 15 years old. I love it. Right? I love it. Yeah, that seems to be the going age where, as we do these things that, that you know, us co- cousins, people, whoever have made that move. So, all right, nice. And all right, last question here. If you were to choose anyone to play you in a movie, who would it be? Oof. Uh... So uh, I guess my first thought, I think of Philip Seymour Hoffman just because of, I guess, the sort of resemblance. I like that guy. thought he was a great actor. Um, I think he could capture some of my humor, but uh, maybe even a better one might be uh, Jim Gaffigan. You know that guy? Yeah, I know Jim I think, Gaffigan. I, th- yeah. I think that uh, although his hair color is a little lighter than mine or whatever, that can be changed. But I think that uh, I think he could even better maybe capture the the type of humor that I probably am known most known for. I love his his bit about the donut. You can have a donut whenever during the day. You don't need a reason to have. <laughs> of course, I'm no stand up. I can't deliver a punchline, but you know the joke I'm talking yeah. about. He's he's awesome. And yeah, a little hair dye here and there. I mean, both of those guys. Hoffman, you've got a better hairline than both Hoffman and. Uh, and Gaffigan, so we'll, we'd have to do a little bit more than just a little hair dye for both of those guys, but I like the choice, so. All right, man, well, cool. I mean, a hot seat, you know, we call it the hot seat, but nothing too crazy, so, dude, you're, you're officially off it. Appreciate the time today, and 
the chowder, you know, maybe we'll find a way. We got some good seafood chowder at this place called the River House. I'm going to find a way to freeze it to you and send it out. So uh, nice. Yeah. Make it clam. Uh, I like the, okay. uh, the, the New England clam chowder original type uh, version. But uh, thanks, man. I appreciate you, uh, you reaching out. Uh, I, I've been following along with your guys' podcast. It's been uh, a really cool way to feel like you're still connected with you guys a little bit. I'm sure other family members feel the same. Um, you know, I uh, you know hope look forward if uh, hopefully I could be on another panel or something for you. Oh yeah, next man. time you have an interesting uh, topic. All right, yeah, definitely. Say hi to Ashley and Charlie for me. We'll do, Phil. Thanks right. so much. See ya. Got my stapler, got my shirt and tie Set me up to zone out, pushing paper Slamming the stapler, punching the